Hi there, I'm Keith Cauley, and this is Thrive On Location, another episode of the Thrive Bridgestone Americas podcast coming to you from CES 2023 in Las Vegas. We're talking to some partners, we're talking to some Bridgestone team t- teammates about what's going on in our booth uh, uh, as we show end-to-end mobility of the future, and also talk about the trends going on that are impacting the work that we're doing at Bridgestone and in the world of mobility. So excited to welcome in uh, a guest from Bosch, Paul Thomas, Executive VP of Mobility for Bosch in the Americas. Uh, a lot of exciting things happening in your world as well is what I'm learning, but thanks for taking some time to talk to us today. No problem, always a pleasure to talk to my Bridgestone friends. <laughs> there you go. Well, we wanna get to know you a little bit more and for our listeners to know you a little bit more. Um, so would love to know uh, first maybe about Bosch for those who don't know who or what Bosch is. Let's start there and then we'll learn about your background. Yeah, well, Bosch is the, I mean, for people that don't know, we're the number one automotive component supplier in the world. Yeah, and we are located uh, in Germany is where our headquarters are, but we have, you know, a split of revenue um, throughout the world. Bosch also makes other things that people probably are familiar with as all, like power tools, home appliances. Uh, We're involved a lot in hydraulics and other areas, but our mobility business is by far our largest business. And, um, you know, Bosch has been around for a very long time, over 150 years. And, um, you know, our motto is invented for life. So everything we're doing is trying to improve people's lives through solutions. Yeah. Have you always been in the mobility realm with Bosch or before Bosch? Or what is your journey to current position? Yeah. So, I mean, my, my background, because it's such a diverse product portfolio, yeah. I've always been in the area of mobility uh, with Bosch. And I've been with Bosch for over 25 years now and uh, in various roles and operations roles, sales roles, and now we're running the business here in the region. But um, it's a great company. And uh, you know, when I look at your founder's um, quote that was out outside your booth where he really talks about the background of the business and how he wants to be environmentally safe, he wants to be very um, collaborative with people, our founder says the same thing. So our companies have a lot in common. Um, the length of their tenures and the founders are very, uh, people that want to do what's right for the world and for people. So it's pretty interesting. We found that with both Bridgestone and Firestone, which is another one of our brands, there's that similarity in just how the the pioneers at their time taught and the vision they had for that future. It's great to know that that is consistent with a lot of the the people that are out there in the space trying to drive that same type of transformation, right? It it makes for a good natural partnership between our companies too, because if you start with the us seeing things on the same level, it makes it a lot less, uh, lot less friction. Yeah. Yeah. When you start talking about um, working with um, Bridgestone Fire. Yeah. Well, we talked to Paulo a lot. Like our, our teammates have been working through this transformation, going from a tire company to mobility and sustainable solutions in this future of transportation and mobility. And we've been talking about our E8 commitment, which is our uh, guidelines of trying to become more sustainable or deliver value that is more sustainable. And they say, why do we need stuff like that? And it's the reality is the other big companies and industry leaders like us that we want to work with believe that same thing. So it's nice to hear that that is what's resonating on all sides. Yeah, we we, well, we took a we'll tour today with Paolo and we yeah. went through the E8 and uh, the words were very resounding. You know, <laughs> you, you have to um, spend a little bit of time um, really trying to understand what it, what it means, but it really had uh, really good um, impact on me. Um, when I when I went through it, so I think it's the right, you know, it's definitely a good direction. Yeah, well, it's, from that standpoint, it's great to hear. And I think that's when I was learning a little bit more about Bosch, and and you say all the things that you touch. I mean, there is mobility, and then there's well beyond mobility. I had a chance to spend a few minutes in the booth yesterday, and it is into lifestyle, into home, into there's wearables and fitness technology, and all of these things. But even in just the world of mobility. 
it is a long list of things you're you're making an impact on, and and that's similar a little bit of think to Bridgestone as well at how complex and and wide ranging the business is. What are the areas you're trying to make the biggest breakthroughs in as far as the world of mobility right now? Yeah, so if you went through our booth, you see one of our models is to move like a Bosch, right? So what we want- That works as a catchphrase. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. So we want to move like a Bosch. And I think, you know, the things we're looking at is how do we um, how do we take our existing position in hardware, similar to where you were in tires. So, you know, we make brake systems, we make steering systems, we make engine control systems, lots of things that create the ability for a vehicle to move. Yeah. Now what we want to do is take the ability for a vehicle move and we want to make it safer, we want to make it smarter, but we also want to make it more efficient. Yeah. And we want people to enjoy mobility. Yeah. And um, mobility goes beyond just driving a car, right? It could be it could be walking, it could be the mobility of your packages. Mm -hmm. So logistics is becoming very important for us as well. How products move around the world in the most efficient way uh, that they get to you in the right time, but that also doesn't uh, one cost a lot of money, of course, but also burn a lot of resources uh, in doing so. Yeah. So mobility to me means a lot more than just a um, piece of hardware or making a car go with tires or you yeah. know things along the way, but really to say, how do we make the overall experience better? And I also think it's really interesting, this whole circular economy that we're seeing, yeah. um, You know, some of the, the work you're doing with new rubbers and stuff that are completely circular in their um, usage. We're seeing the same when we try to develop things for like fuel, yeah. So in, in other countries, like in Brazil, for instance, you have a closed loop fuel economy where you use ethanol versus gasoline. And they plant the product, they farm the product, they turn it into ethanol, and then they use that all the way around to replant and fertilize. So I think um, there's a lot of things in common with mobility. It's no longer just, you know, putting components on a vehicle and letting people drive. You've got to make the situation better. Yeah. And you know, the resources aren't gonna be there forever, so you gotta do it in more efficient ways. Yeah. I think that's one of the interesting things about the wide ranging of it is that, you know, you could think where we used to be a tire company, we're evolving, so let's still focus on things really core to tires. And we are, but beyond it's end to end when we talk about sustainable evolution, it's the manufacturing and the operations, what happens to the materials, where they go, as well as the performance of tires, how it performs with other things. And then the service aspect, the technology aspect. So the full end to end, you have to think about as you, uh, but it, there have to have been challenges as you think of going from a hardware company to something that is maybe somewhat less tangible to people? Yeah. What are the challenges you faced in yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, one, one of the bigger challenges, of course, if you have uh, engineers or people that are used to um, developing something that's a, a piece of hardware, and now you're asking those people to change their mindset and develop a piece of software instead. Mm -hmm. We've spent a lot of time retraining our engineers. We offer apprenticeships programs to be mm -hmm. more software developers. So I, my only plea is that's been one of our um, most cognizant changes is changing people's mindsets and what they work within because the digital realm is going to offer more opportunities for yeah. software and for things that consumers want. Yeah. And, you know, we're at the consumer electronic show, <laughs> right? So we're not at the automotive electronic show. Correct. So we have to think about the end user um, all the time. One other comment I wanted to make um, mm -hmm. is just when you look at the supply chain in total, right? You have to now start considering, you know, from the dirt that you, that you pull your product from or the, the, the chemicals or even the raw materials, you've got to think about that whole life cycle now. Yeah. And that's something that's changed in mobility as well. We And I like the responsibility that the mobility market is taking in Bosch and, and Bridgestone are doing a great job of that to be CO2 neutral in your production, but also to show people how to use products that can save energy. Yeah. And, um, you know, that that's, that's really important to me. And, and 
there's so much technology now inside of our products. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, we did a press release um, two days ago, I believe, where we talked about all of our microelectronic MEM sensors. Hmm. And, you know, it's the tiniest device you could think of, but I'm sure there's one in this headphone, yeah. one in the headphones or one in one of these microphones for sure. Well, that's what you, you start to see some of these booths at a show like this, and it's technology that you've never even thought about. And it's on the cutting edge, and then you come back a couple of years later probably and see how far things have come. Because you talk about the opportunity that technology gives you, but it also gives the speed of acceleration of things that never used to be possible to move that fast before, which changes the game, right? Yeah, I think it's super impressive. If you, you, know, if you go back five years, you asked me how long I've been coming to CES, and you look at some of the trends that were here five years ago and what we're doing now, some of them have moved extremely fast, mm. faster than you could even imagine. And some have slowed down quite a bit. I mean, you know, you, you look at the level four economy or autonomous uh, driving, that's slowed down a bit, mm. right? But the consumers will need something like that going forward. So you've got to stay involved in all the technologies that we see. There's also a big challenge, um, electrification. You know, if you walk around the booth and even in, in your booth, you have yeah. e you know tires for electric vehicles the transition from internal combustion-driven vehicles to electric vehicles is also a large paradigm shift yeah. for the world, right? And uh, that's something we're dealing with every day, but we wanna, we wanna be in both areas, yeah. right? So we wanna provide products for electric vehicles like you guys do, and we wanna provide uh, products for internal yeah. combustion engines. There, there will be a transition for a period of time, right? It doesn't just end overnight. Um, I think as we as we close about, we talk about you know relationships with other industry leaders. You are uh, a, a part maker, supplier to a degree, similar to Bridgestone in some realms, but it needs co-creation to advance in a lot of these areas because we have some core expertise, growing expertise, but there's people who can do some things better. How do you approach working with others across industries? Yeah, that's a really good question. Thank you. Because Bosch, um, you know, in the past, we may have guarded ourselves and thought we could do everything by ourselves, right? So we're going to lock ourselves in a room and come up with yeah, not all alone the best in ideas. that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's changed. Yeah. That's changed. It has to. So you need partners because uh, you can increase the speed and you're never going to think of everything on your own. I mean, the distribution is different, mm -hmm. uh, how you deliver your parts versus how we deliver our parts. The retail situation is, is of course, different um, on how you, how you manage your deliveries into the retail organizations and how we do. So I would say that mobility can't happen with only one company thinking they know everything because it touches so many different industries that you need to have partnerships, you need to have close collaborations. And I know that sounds, sometimes people say, oh, that, why wouldn't you ever need that? But there are certain technologies that you don't need collaboration on, and, and those are existing today. Yeah. To make the next step, you need to collaborate, right? So I think that's a, the way I like to look at relationships between companies like ours, and it really begins with our founders, and I, I, I can't say that any more than I already yeah. have. So. No, it's great to hear. I'm, uh, as a guy who's been to CS a couple of times, when you come to this show, are there certain things you are looking for, or have you seen anything maybe this year that really just kind of caught your eye and your curiosity? Yeah, this year I came um, with an open mind regarding AI and artificial intelligence <laughs> and how it can be used uh, in several ways. One you know, to help people improve their life. Yeah, mm -hmm. so, you know, using VR and AI to help um, people with limitations uh, that they can uh, help improve their lives, but also how you can use artificial intelligence to help develop products mm -hmm. faster, right? To use predictive analysis and, and eliminate, you know, steps that slow things down, but not take work away from people, just create a better way of getting their solutions. And I'm pretty impressed right now with what I'm seeing. Yeah. With AI, and I mean, there's all there's concerns about 
about AI and there's not concerns <laughs> about AI. And uh, at the end of the day, you know, we'll, we'll see where it gets, but I'm, I'm impressed with what I'm seeing. You round a corner here in some of these life-size human-looking robots that make you pause just for a minute, but it's, <laughs> it's we got a long way to go. That's We're for all right. sure, all right. that's for sure. Well, Paul, thank you so much for taking a few minutes to talk. It's It's been really interesting on my side to get to learn a little bit about Bosch, get to hear this perspective from you, and great to see that we're all kind of moving forward on this journey together with these intentions to make an impact in the same way. Perfect, thank you so yeah. much. It's a great pleasure it. talking with you. Absolutely, and for all of our listeners at home, remember you can find all of our podcasts on your platform of choice. You can also watch the videos of any of these conversations on our Bridgestone America's YouTube page. Or if you have a question, a topic idea, you want to get involved in the conversation, you can send an email at thrivepodcast at bfusa.com. As always, I'm Keith Cauley. We're here at CES 2023, reminding you to stay together and keep on keeping on because today, tomorrow, together at Bridgestone, we thrive. Be good, everybody.